Thanks for tuning in to the Greater Life Podcast with Crystal Lynn. We're here today continuing the conversation on love with my good friend, Chris Davis. If you haven't heard the last podcast, you probably should listen to the part one of this uh, before you hear this conversation because it just kind of builds on what we've already talked about And this is part two of a three-part conversation on love. What is important to a man? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give you a couple, right? 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s are different, you know? Um, so, So, but I would say what's important to a man in general is that you believe in him. That's huge. Um, Mm. and I would say that you speak well of him, that you encourage him, that you, you know, you have, um, that you have affirming things to say. I think words of affirmation for men is like air. So where are these safe spaces now? So a man who still lives up to this expectation of being strong and not crying or not being vulnerable, um, how do they find those friendships or support groups or what books do they read or how do they get to this next level now that it's a conversation on the table? Well, I would say, um, you know, it's tough because this is a burgeoning movement, right? I think we're in the beginning stages of, of safe spaces being created. I think, they are happening. I mean, I think brothers are out there, you know, connected with brothers and, and having, you know, authentic, you know, conversations and, and kind of creating spaces where brothers can connect and just, and just talk about how they actually really feel about stuff. Um, it, it generally, I mean, it does happen. I'm not saying that it doesn't. I, I know that <clears throat> there are, you know, I think millennials are doing a really, really good job. Of it. I'm just, I'll say that, you know, so, you know, groups where the, you know, guys hang out and they watch the game or they just go, you know, go, have some drinks or something like that, or, you know, whatever the case may be. I think those conversations are happening. They're happening more now than they used to. I think it's difficult to be able to just kind of point to one place or another. I don't know if there, there are some books that are actually pretty good. Um, like I, I, one of the books I love is called wild at heart by John Eldridge. Um, it's a dope book, dope, dope book. Um, there's another that's called, um, what is it called? Uh, Chase the Lion. Chase the Lion by Mark Patterson. Another dope book. And I think they kind of dig into uh, who a man is and then just being able to um, allow him um, the the blessing of security in being who he is um, and feeling what he feels and that being okay. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like um, you know, so I mean, it, it's there are there are uh, other guys out there. I can't you know, I, I can't necessarily say, hey man, you know, here's the website, go here. You know what I mean? Kind of, <laughs> but but there, I mean, there are brothers out there. I mean, and if you're looking for, if you're trying to connect with brothers and and be able to have authentic conversations, um, you know, I would say that, um, um. You know, for okay, I'll say this. I know that generally 
um, men's groups, like men's ministries, men's, you know, men's gatherings, stuff like that. They are sometimes a good place to connect with brothers who at least um, are thinking in that direction. They may not be all the way, you know, um, polished with it. You know what I mean? They are probably a little more healthy than other cats are. But some of those, I, I would say, are good places to start. Um, but I know that there are even uh, groups outside of, like, you know, churches or other religious organizations that are having some some good conversations. And I, and I think <clears throat> that, but I think that those, I would, in terms of books, I would start with those. I mean, I've seen some stuff, you know, some stuff out there that some of these mainstream guys have written, and I don't know. I don't know if I rock with everything they're talking about. Cause, but I'll just say it like this. I think the core piece is that is that a man um, – so I'll circle like this. I'll circle back to relationships. A man is looking for safety um, in his woman. He's looking for a safe place to lay his head and to talk about his fears um, and not be judged for it. Um, and if he finds that, then what he gives back to her in return – um, generally is what she was looking for too. Um, mm. I mean, I think that there's an innate um, magnetism, um, you know, you know, the whole rib heart connect piece, you know what I mean? Like you, you think about the heart being one of the most vital organs and that the rib cage protects it. Um, and how she is the protector of his heart. Um, once he gives it to her. Um, the challenge is that oftentimes men, because we have been taught for so long to not feel we are, um, we're underdeveloped in our ability to navigate how we feel. So we're just now kind of really starting to catch up because, you know, we're told as little boys to stop feeling and then we're told to turn it back on at like 17 or 18. So we miss a whole lot of time we could have been developing and polishing and, you know, getting some specificity in terms of being able to articulate how we feel. But then when you have to turn it back on, the expectation is turn it back on and be good at it. Like where was the time for him to develop that skill? So now you're being judged because you don't know how to deal with how you feel. So typically if somebody's judging you based on something you don't feel that you have skill at doing, then you got a couple of different ways you can respond. You can respond by anger or sadness and shame, which usually um, is, is one of the two or both of the challenges that most men suffer from. And there's only a few outcomes when that is your experience, especially if it's your experience regularly. So that's what we see. You know, we see a bunch of men who are broken and blue uh, for, you know, things that they've been shamed for. Um, and it was a trick bag that, um, you know, that they weren't responsible for. Um, and it's the sad reality, you know? So I think there are a lot of guys like me, I'm passionate about it because I'm like, dude, I understand. I get it. You know what I mean? It wasn't fair. <clears throat> it wasn't your fault that they told you to suck it up and walk it off. And then, when you got older, they said, love me well, you know, like how I don't even know how to love me well. Like, this is not fair. It's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's not, you know, and then when you try and you make a mistake and you mess up, then you get demonized and vilified and, 
shamed for your mistake. Well, where was I supposed to learn how to do it? You know, the only thing you kept telling me most of my life was be a man, suck it up, walk it off, be hard, not be sensitive to, you know, someone else's wound or to listen and care and care for, you know, others outside of just the general masculine stuff, you know, so it's, it's, there's a learning curve. And I think that the culture is finally starting to kind of catch up a little bit. But I think there are a lot of brothers um, that are, you know, when we do connect with other brothers who are authentic and vulnerable and you have a safe space to take off your armor and, and, and address and heal your wounds, I, there are, there's some, there's some serious strength in that. Is that something a woman can even help a man through or is that something he has to figure out on his own? I think it's a combo. I think it's a combination. I think she, I, I would say this. <laughs> uh, women you all are equipped with an incredible gift um god he 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 did some great work with y'all you know i'm not i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna get too like deep like bible study ish but you know there's a reason why um in genesis when god talks about when he made man and he made woman it says that he formed man which was more like a mold right um but the word that was used when he created the woman it says um that he fashioned her like he built her with some intentionality right and that just i mean that rocks me i'm like yo that's that makes sense you know what i'm saying like women are amazing um and that makes sense right so i'm i, I believe that um that even when you think about men healing from some wounds that that they sustained that were not their fault i mean there's definitely healing in fellowship with other brothers but there's a different level of healing when you connect with a woman who loves you right a woman who cares about you as a person um and you know the the here's the here's the challenge right because it's beautiful when you put it like that, right? But the challenge is he's a bull in the china shop in the early stages, mm. you know? And that's how our women get hurt because he's trying to figure it out. And so he's going to make a lot of mistakes. You know, those mistakes hurt, you know, just like her, you know? If she has experienced trauma in her life, if she's been hurt before, then her trying to figure out how to deal with the the past hurts and not be not bring hurt into the present, she's gonna make some mistakes. And he's gonna get hurt in the process. So you gotta catch 22 in the sense that she's trying to figure it out and he's trying to figure it out. They both love and care for each other, but they're both trying to figure it out. And so when she hurts him, he's hurt. He don't know how to express it. So he's got a couple of different responses, you know. And then he's trying to figure it out because he really wants to be better for her. But he makes some mistakes. And then she gets hurt and it reminds her of some people that hurt her before. And she's got a few different responses to that, right? Uh, it's the unfortunate it's the unfortunate kind of um, back and forth that happens in relationships. Um, but that's why I said it's really important to build the friendship because, see, the friendship is a little different 
than a relationship. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm sure you could probably attest to this. Even if you're dealing with somebody who you are attracted to on multiple levels, who's just dope in your mind in your in your in your book, but um because as friends, um, even if it's somebody you're attracted to or you have an affinity for, um, there's a different level of or or I would say there's a lack of pressure. There's more pressure in relationships. And it just is what it is, right? But you, 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 there's freedom to just be you in a friendship, you know? And I think that um, that freedom allows you to work through that stuff so that if it does develop into a relationship, some of that stuff has already been healed up and processed and worked through. So by the time you just, you know, where there's connectivity you know, and intimacy and proximity, you know what I mean? A lot of the things that would have really injured the relationship have already been dealt with in the friendship where there was less pressure, more latitude to be human, less, you know, I'm just going to say it. There's less judgment, right? There's less critique because, you know, you in a relationship, man, if something look, don't look right, there's going to be a little critique like, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, you took like four hours to hit me back. What, what's going on? You know what I mean? But if you've been friends with him, you already know what's, you know, you already know that behavior because you've seen it before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can you backpedal? So you jumped into it too soon. We talked about this. You rushed through the process. So someone you, or can you revisit an old relationship? Healthly. Be and be healthy. Like revisit, as in, like have a conversation about it in the present. Have a conversation about your past in the present. Um, more along the lines of you dated before, maybe years before, uh, and they've crossed your path again, and you both have kind of asked if you should cross this bridge again. You know what I mean? Like that's what I mean as far as backpedaling, or yeah. you kind of jump the gun from meeting to dating without that friendship in between is it even possible to i think backpedal to learn that friendship component i think it depends it depends um depends on what kind of relationship it was i mean i i'm as you were talking the first thing the very first thing that came to my mind was love jones mm. you know what i mean it's like You know, it's, I know it's a movie, but there are some realistic components to that thing. You know what I'm saying? I think that if <clears throat> if it worked at one point and for some reason, you know, triggers and trauma invaded and, you know, and destroyed some good stuff, is it possible to go back and, you know, after healing has happened and... um potentially um, rebuild something that was once beautiful, I, I do think it's possible. You just got to be, you got to be mature. You got to be healed. You got to be healthy. Both people do. And you can be mature about it. Like, you know what, boy, I was so stupid. You know what? Remember that? The, yeah. That, I don't even, we don't even talk about it, but that was, you know what? I was, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would never, you know, whoo. I am so sorry for who I was back then. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you can just do that, 
And you know what I'm saying? You've been able to move past it. And they can be like, yeah, boy, you, you was something, something, you know what I mean? But I feel you, you know, and then you can kind of have these conversations like, man, I used to be a trip. I mean, I, I don't even know how you <laughs> dealt with that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed that I even, you know what I mean? When you get to that point, do I think it's possible? Absolutely. Yeah, and, y'all, and you can you can have something dope later. <clears throat> you know what I mean? But I think the healing and the health is, that's the litmus test. Are you healed enough, you know, and are you healthy enough to have a mature conversation about some stuff? Like, you know what? You know, that once, you know, whatever that was, I, I know what happened when, you know, I was talking to that dude and, you know, we, we were distant and I should have never given him the space to be able to have the kind of conversations that I was having with the guy or him with a, a lady or, you know, if it was, there was a another person involved or if it was just how the two people were treating each other, you know what I'm saying? Like, dang, you know what? There was some stuff, some unhealed wounds from my childhood. You know what I'm saying? Mama had used to say da, 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 da. And, you know, every time you used to say that, it would take me back to this place. And so I would always react angrily. And you were trying to figure out why did, why was I reacting so intensely to something that seemed so simple? Well, it wasn't really you. I didn't even know that it was, I was reacting to some stuff that happened to me when I was a kid. You know what I mean? And so, you know, you know, cause like they say, it's really never really about the, the sock in the middle of the floor or the toilet seat. It's usually about something much deeper, much bigger. So I think, I mean, to answer your question, that was the scenic route, but I think it's possible, <laughs> you know, um, but believing in him, believing in his dream, believing in his abilities, believing in what he has to offer to the world and speaking, speaking well of it, you know, and reminding him you're amazing. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody like you. You know, you're some kind of man. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? When you do that, like, it's better than anybody that I know. Those kinds of things, you know, just believing in who he is as a person, I mean, I'm telling you, you, that's as good as gold. You try to get something done, that's how you do it. That's how you get it done. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you win. Like, real talk. I mean, and I think really, honestly, I think it goes both ways. Yeah. I think if you if if a man is building his woman up, it's game over. <laughs> you know, there there really is. Because I think, see, me personally, I mean, in this season of my life, I've you know, you know, I think I've done all the stuff. You know what I mean? The I'm in a place now where it's, I mean, I've actually been in this place for a little bit. I just haven't um, connected with the person who saw it the same way I did. But it's about like legacy and like building an empire. You know what I'm saying? Like building something and it's like, man, you look back in your 70s and be like, look back at this time, be like, yo, look at what we did. Like we did that thing. You know what I mean? Look at what we built. You know, it's like, man, we did this thing together. Look, you know, and you get to sit back and, you know, and admire what you did together. You know what I mean? Or the legacy that you leave. Like, man, I'm telling you, what they did, there's nobody else that could do what they did kind of thing. You know what I mean? I'm on some stuff like that, you know? Or like, you know, you know how like President Obama 
and Michelle Obama, <laughs> how they love on each other. Like I, I'm, I'm beyond policy. I'm beyond title and visibility. I'm just, I'm just on like y'all like love each other, and you can kind of tell. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you can tell y'all love each other. Like you can tell y'all get on each other's nerves sometimes. You know, because she talk about it a little more than he do. He just be like, "Girl, you crazy." You know what I mean? <laughs> but you can tell that they love each other. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's it. If that's the legacy, that's enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, the love they have for each other, man. Yeah, I used to just love watching. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. I mean, have you have you ever sat and saw yourself just kind of? Just observing a couple that had genuine, authentic love for each other. Mm-hmm. Man, it, it it'll it, you you mess around and stop whatever you doing. Like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's sad, almost. That's like an indictment, almost. Like, dang, why why are we so wild by that? We shouldn't be. It should be common, but it's not. It's not. It's not. So, I hope uh, with our conversation, more people are there uh, or get there or yeah. in the process of doing that healing and finding that one because yeah. I think all of us desire it in some form or fashion. Yeah. Um, we deserve it too. Being, be, yeah, we do. But being ready for it and knowing what it looks like is a whole nother another ball game yeah yeah i i think to some degree on a really simple level i think that there are some things we know about that like we kind of know some stuff but it man you know life is you know when you've lived on the earth a while and you've seen a lot of stuff it just it just gets convoluted it's like white noise you know what i mean i think a lot of times we're just trying to quiet our lives enough to be able to hear it you know to be able to see it to be able to feel it Without the distractions, you know. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> Any last thoughts, words, advice, input? Wow. Um, <laughs> that's good. So I would. Here's what I would say. I mean, just as we, you know, we're talking about, you know, love and relationships. You know, it's the month of love, as they say. It's actually Black History Month as well. So, you know, um, not double up, double it. You know what I mean? Uh, but and it's sleep year. <laughs> war. Ain't that it? Like, it's okay. And it's 2020. It's clear vision. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I would say, um, you know, I would say vulnerability is a superpower. Superpower. Um, Brene Brown does a really, really good job. Anybody who's looking to just dig deeper and understand that thing, I think you got to look her up. She's got a ton of stuff on YouTube. She's got a, some great books and stuff like that out. She actually has a Netflix special uh, called, it's called A Call to Courage. That's just, it's silly. I mean, the insight and the depth is just stupid. But I would just say, as a parting thought, that vulnerability is a superpower. Um, and I think that we are looking for it and every engagement, every encounter we have with another human being. Um, and I think that part of how we, um, we uh, communicate safety 
is when we do it first, when we are vulnerable first. And there's a risk to it. There's a risk to everything. There's a risk to getting your car driving down the street, right? Um, but I think that you'll find that more people will respond with vulnerability when you when you when you start with it. And 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 we can just call that we can call it authenticity. Just be your authentic self. We can call it being transparent in the sense that you know if you're sad, say you're sad. If you're happy, you're happy. You know, if you're kind of, it's a melancholy kind of cloudy day, if this is it's a cloudy day for you, you know what I mean? Or if you're afraid, say, man, I'm afraid. Yeah, I mean, I was, man, I was afraid. You know, I was, just, I was just afraid. That's what happened. And being able to say it, you know, and I think that in that way, we kind of give people permission to do the same thing in return. Um, and I think that we will find more deep, um, real connections and conversations with people when we do that. So that would be my encouragement. My parting thought is um, be more vulnerable and uh, watch what grows in your life. I want to thank you for listening in to the Greater Life Podcast with Crystal Lynn. The last three minutes are, of course, dedicated to my three cents on the topic, but it's almost nothing else I can add uh, to the conversation that I've had with Chris on the topic of love because we covered so many different bases and I think it was so insightful. I got so much information and it really opened my eyes to a different perspective. And I think that's really what the purpose of the conversation is to be able to open our minds and open our hearts to understanding and hearing and learning uh, what love is from someone else's perspective. And I think sometimes when we sit on the opposite end of the table, you know, woman versus man, uh, spouse versus spouse or potential person that you're dating, we come to the table with this expectation and this thought process of how love should look and how it should go. And it's this learning curve that sometimes we don't fully pay attention to where we have to be patient with one another. We have to learn how to love that person. Uh, We have to learn how to teach them uh, how to reciprocate that love Uh, and it's just a process and it takes time and I think Chris really did very well in the first uh, the first part of the podcast really discussing the importance of having that friendship there uh, and really pulling back uh, the layers and describing why it is so hard for men to express the emotion the same way and I think women understand it to some degree but when you really hear it from a man's point of view I think I I have a little more respect and a little more understanding and a little more empathy on why they operate the way they do uh, and why you know the whole theory of you know uh, men are from Mars and women are from Venus and just the way we perceive the world is different and having those conversations and finding that middle ground in order for us to relate better 
uh, is the entire purpose of this podcast. So I really hope that you are encouraged, you are inspired, uh, and you open your, again, your heart and your mind to loving in a different way. And if you have some input of your own, uh, something that hasn't been discussed or a topic that you think should uh, be discussed on the Greater Life Podcast, feel free to reach out to me on social media uh, or through the podcast itself. I welcome different ideas and input because the entire purpose of it is to help each and every one of us have a greater life. Uh, through conversations, meaningful, deep conversations on things that happen to us day to day and topics that we sometimes just overlook, but we know exist and needs to be worked on uh, in our day to day lives. So I thank you again for tuning in and stay tuned for another great episode next month, uh, where we'll be discussing grief.